so does Tom and Joe. This is the Man's Man Film Review. And now your hosts, Tom and Joe. Got the power. Got the power. Do you have the power, Tom? Oh, indeed I do. I've got the power. And so does Jeff Speakman. Yeah, he does, Mr. One-Hit Wonder. Yeah. The perfect weapon today. It's, you know, we are just talking about this before the show. We're doing a Jeff Speakman movie before Steven Seagal. That's, that's it's pretty bad, isn't it? That is. Sorry, Steven. We love Steven, so we're saving something big for him. So it's, it's Steven's it's very true. And, and we were on the phone with Steven. He's actually going to join our podcast is live. That, is that right? Is that right? <laughs> yes. He promised. He promised. Sweet. As long as there's food, he's probably going to be involved. That's how'd you know? I told him I was like, "Dude, we're going to have Lombamba's burritos as big as your head." He was like, "Is that right?" <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> it'll be it'll be great. Uh, so he's a big you, fan of the show. Big fan. Well, who isn't? <laughs> Maybe Arnold and him can show up together. It'd be awesome. <laughs> he's also going to teach us some karate moves and shit. It'd be awesome. Sweet. <laughs> Well, I feel like I know Kempo after watching this movie because, boy, they have like a five-minute scene in this movie just basically talking about how awesome right? Kempo is. It will <laughs> change your life, kid. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the movie. But, wow, we've got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. So let's uh, start off with what you've seen recently, Joe. Recently seen um, two kitty movies and then um, a couple of adult flicks. Um, not those like porn kind flicks? Of, not those kind of adult <laughs> flicks, no. Um, I finally saw Paddington. That was a wonderful movie. You seen this Never movie? Never seen it. Check it out. It's on Netflix. I don't know how long it's going to be on Netflix. It's been on there for a while, but I, they'll probably boot it off probably come March. My daughter but. just turned two, so she's basically, she says, movie, movie. She wants to watch movies. Okay. It's basically Netflix, and I basically put on whatever dog movie they have on there. there it's you like, go. I'm stuck watching Air Bud and all this, and she watches for three minutes, and that's enough. This, this is a fuzzy bear. There's a hat. No, yeah, her, yeah. She, she would like this. It's good. Movie. Yeah, it's really good. She's not quite into the movies yet. It's kind of like she, she likes the idea of it. But well, sure, but there's talking bears. It's it's sure. No, that's great. It's enchanting. She'll jump right into it. Oh, it kind it's of, enchanting. It, it reminded me a little bit of like oh, a Harry Potter our, movies our in a way. Podcasts were enchanting. <laughs> They're so enchanting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dobby from uh, um, Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, well, he loves our show. I, Again, yeah. dude, I, I haven't seen the Harry Potter movie. All you have to do is give... Wait till you watch Chamber of Secrets and you run into Dobby. He's like the wannabe Yoda-looking thing. Really? Like a little elf, but annoying? just annoying as fuck. More annoying than Jar Jar? But you know... Yes. No Well, no, well no, not, uh, no, not that. You didn't make your list, so yeah, it can't no. be that bad. It, it's close, though. Okay. Not as annoying. But what's really funny is to, um, to befriend um, Dobby, you have to give him like a sock, like a piece of clothing... <laughs> So Harry Potter like gives him a white sock or something, and then he joins Harry Potter, away from like the the bad side. Wow, that's but, what it takes is a sock. Okay. But just the, his voice is hilarious in there because he'll come in and be like, "Master Potter gave me a sock. His sock smelled like bleach. It was filled." With... <laughs> I would always joke, always okay. joking that. Can I play with your wizard stick, Harry Potter? <laughs> Okay, so I'm definitely going to see this now. <laughs> so just watch that and... And now, of course, it'll be ruined when I see that scene. And right. Like, what? Mr. Potter's sock smells like bleach. <laughs> so, so Paddington is, is a recommendation? Yes, definitely check out Paddington. Probably not to our, our the clientele of this podcast. No, no, right? no. But, like, you know, anyone out there, uh, any one of your listeners um, who have kids, it's a beautiful film. Mixture of Harry Potter um, mixed in with a little bit of Grand Budapest. Anyway, just the I way hated it, like, Grand Budapest. Really? I hated it. Oh, it was such a lovely film. Wes Anderson just, <laughs> I just can't get into his movies. 
I that I enjoyed that one. Everything he does, I'm like, oh my god, it's so great. You didn't like great. Moonrise Kingdom? Didn't even see it. Oh, check it out. That's on Netflix too. That's a great uh, movie, dude, Tom. I've that hated, is a good movie. I hated everything of his. But you, which one did you like though? You like? I said Rushmore. I hated all of them. Not really. No. Not really. Royal Tenenbaums. That's kind of it's okay. Like, okay. Just, right. I don't know. He just, I, he's a little artsy, but I did enjoy hated. Grand well, Budapest. Lots of people do. I yeah. must be the minority. Um, finally, finally saw Finding Dory. Oh, okay. Piss on that turd. It's not good? It sucked. I, I just, cannot believe a movie like that. That just proves the masses are asses that that movie grows $486 million. It's, uh, it's like... And no okay, Bruce Willis. I let's mean, do the same movie. Yeah. Different characters, but same movie. I was mean, that, it's literally the same plot. Isn't that basically every sequel? Well, I guess what. I mean, this one was just a ripoff. And the animation hasn't changed at all. It's like, wow, the water still These looks like for, water. Yeah, but they're for kids. I understand, like the kids, but you know, damn, don't care. Dude. See, that's where Pixar is like, fucking, they just sold out. Making all these fucking sequels. They're making a Cars 3. Why? I've still never seen any of those. Uh, don't bother. I've seen, you know, I'm not big on cars, the cars, movies. The but... first Cars, dude? You've seen, um, what was the Michael J. Fox movie? Dr. Hollywood? Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. It's the same story. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, same story. That's except with talking cars. Are there any chicks that come out of the water naked? Is this like that movie? No, but I think there was a scene where like she drives through a puddle and splashes off her tail. All right. So there you go. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, and then of course I revisited John Wick. Because the yes. sequel is coming out this Friday, which so I'm fucking hyped for. I love it, John Wick, and it's getting awesome reviews. It's actually has like 93. percent I just picked up the uh, 4K version of John Wick. Nice, came out this that's early. right. They I just came out. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. So. That's cool. Yeah, I love John Wick. Great movie. That, that was a fun movie. I only saw okay. it once in the theater with me. Yeah, yeah, with you. I shouldn't say great movie. It is a fun. It's movie. It's a fun movie. Yes, but I, I love the story in there. And the it's action just a great revenge is, story. The action scenes are. are Fantastic. What do they call it now? Gunfu, right? Is that what they're calling yeah, this? Yeah, but just they're fantastic. And, a, and the director was a stuntman turned director, right? Okay. Yeah. So there's going to be. Yeah, I, think I, one, I think they're doing one more. It's going to be a trilogy. Good. So. They, I'm, they I'm said the endings left off for a sequel. So I'm glad I'm to hear it's got good reviews. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm seeing that on Saturday. Yeah, fantastic. That'll Wick. be that'll be reviewed on the next one. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Everybody keeps asking if I'm back. Well. Yeah, I guess I'm back. You're better than Keanu. <laughs> and, as good as it is, Keanu's still just awful. Well, yeah, I, I, I like Keanu, but he's just not a good actor. It's, it's too bad they already used the uh, title Reloaded, because it would have worked so well with the sequel, but they fucked it up with The Matrix. And Matrix 2. Let this take it. Nobody cares yeah. about those Matrix movies. It's there like the, the, There's the first Matrix to me, and then the other two I just forgot. Oh, about. God. I remember sitting in Attack of the Clones. And the Matrix Reloaded trailer, the teaser trailer, yeah, hit the screen and the fucking audience fucking clapped. Well, of course, it, we were all excited. The Matrix about was it. the shit, you know. It was so ahead of its time. And the Matrix too was shit. Oh god, that was. I'm sitting there and when they're doing like the orgy sequence in the cave, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Problem is, Joe, I saw not cool. I saw the second one in the theater, hated it. No. I'm like, the third one came out. I'm like, well, I guess I have to see and it. All that. That has one of the worst sunset endings in I, movie history. I have not seen them since. No. I don't remember them. Nope. I remember they were awful. They were terrible. And I've heard people tell me, well, you kind of have to give it another chance. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> exactly. There's The Matrix. And now even when you go back, that movie doesn't really hold up that well. Like, the special it's effects still, are really dated. It's still cool. The story's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the special effects and all that. Well, the way I, I kind of liken the Matrix movies to, like, the RoboCop series. Because yep. RoboCop is yep. fantastic. Yep. And the, rest. and the sequels are just garbage. <laughs> 
And to, uh, to be honest with you, I could watch RoboCop 2 and 3 over the Matrix sequels, yeah. and they're terrible. I would do the same. <laughs> I would do the same. Yeah, but it's kind of like I, Keanu was really good in the first one, and like the sequels, I, just, I don't even remember what they were about. You know, he, he signed on for this one. Um, he did all the Matrix sequels. You know, he was smart enough not to do Speed 2, thank God. But rumor has it he's mentioned that he'd be interested in doing a Speed 3. I'd be okay with that. You know? So I'm okay with that. We, we should rate a Speed movie. We already talked about Skin Bus Fever. We... <laughs> if his career doesn't go in the right direction, he'd be willing to do it. If they come up with a third movie, I hope they call it Speed Limit. <laughs> Very nice. You like that? I do. I, I, uh, I approve of that. Uh, that'd be great. So well, somebody I, probably is going to listen to this. They probably are going to pen it in. Oh, we're going to be losing out on that. Don't, don't forget about Tom and Joe. No, we'll, you heard going, it here. we'll be going to court for that one. Speed, we Speed 2, podcast. Cruise Control, Speed There's at least 15 limits. people that heard that when we talked about it on our podcast. Uh, no, the, the only thing I didn't like about John Wick, I was, too, I was kind of like, okay, they've got Larry Fishburne in there. I'm kind of like, it seemed kind of weird that he was going to be in there. Yeah. Like, are they just trying to ape the Matrix? Right. But I'm okay with it. I wonder if he's going to follow up that line. Would somebody get this man a gun? And let's Fishburne. watch my daughter in porn. I'm going to my daughter dead porn. <laughs> Can he do that for us? Sorry, sorry Lawrence Fishburne. Do that once. Do that once. What was that? What's You're you? lying. You're Larry Fishburne. You want me to do it? Yes. Okay. Larry Fishburne's daughter has apparently done some pornographic films. Which I've never seen. I, I, I don't want to see that. But Joe does a good impersonation of... Gather around. My daughter is in porn. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, went, we went to a planetarium in Florida. Mm. I, I think in like the Sarasota, Bradenton area. And actually, Lawrence Fishburne does the voiceover. It was so fantastic. <laughs> really? Oh, it was great. That's awesome. Now, children, look to the skies. The silhouette you see is my daughter. <laughs> oh, poor Larry. Oh, the Lawrence, Jesus. Oh, Larry. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I saw that in the trailer. I was like, yeah, I don't know. He's got some badass check debts after him, too, in this one. I think, I think she's deaf or something, because the last teaser trailer had her doing like some sign language and shit, BCing you. John Wick? I don't know. Hey, it's I'm, cool. I'm excited. I'm, you know, it's, obviously yeah. shut your brain off. I'll do the same. <laughs> I was on a movie set with Keanu Reeves, and he actually talks like that. Does. He actually hey, talks Joe. like that. Hey, you guys are going to get me in trouble. Oh, the autograph thing? Or yeah. The... But, no. Way to go, Keanu. Chain reaction. We have, we have to view that the movie's on the show. Awful. It is. It is. But it was funny. You it was like boring. actually hit the movie set, and then it comes out on my 21st birthday. <laughs> Remember we racing at the movie theater and I cut off a guy? And he got cut out of the car and started yelling at you? Is there a problem? No. Yeah, no, no. we're late. We're late to see Chain Reaction. I, like, you're going to get us killed, Joe. You almost Tom got just, us killed. Tom just looks out the other way. He's like, oh, Jesus. And then <laughs> you get punched in the face. The minute the guy goes back, we just start laughing. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, those are the days. Those are the days. That should have been our review show, Tom and Joe, assholes at the movies. Yeah. Yes, yes, we were. What was that Wayne's movie where I like threw? Uh, I think I threw my drink or no, something. I uh, you took a piss in the the corner. Who who threw something? I threw uh, soda to screen. Okay, and I sort of kind of went <laughs> through. Mark out. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think a statute of limitations go. They replaced all those screens now. So yeah, it's a brand new. That, it's a brand new theater. It's because of us. They you know we went to see Mo Money and it was like uh, there was like nobody there. It was like a four o'clock on a Tuesday. Mo Money, the Damon Mo Wayans Money. movie. God, I was sick. sitting there watching. It was so bad. And I, Joe was sitting right next to me. And I looked over, and it was gone. 
I'm like, Joe, where are you? And Joe is like over the corner, like, hey, I'm pissing. <laughs> and Joe's just standing there taking a leak. <laughs> and I'm oh like, all God. right, it's time to go. I'm sorry. And then I just threw like a 32-ounce toad at the screen. Yes. Or maybe you did. I can't remember. I don't know. I think I think it was you because I was just – that's what you were doing to get me to I stop. Think, I think I, I threw it at the screen and then you were like, time to go. Yeah, time to go because I swear to God it went through. It was like, what? I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, let's get out of here. Got to go. Oh, the good old times. Wow. That is good shit. That's kind of like the, the rolling cup of pee. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't go to that one. Yeah, you did. You were there. Was I there when he wrote? No, there, you asshole. I swear to God, I, I did not go to that. You're the one who talked me into doing it. What? The roll a cup of piss, huh? <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought that was what's his face who did that. No, it was me. That was you. Yeah, you talked me into doing it. <laughs> I thought it was our buddy um, Jeremy. I didn't even know them at that. This is my cousin Vinny. Oh, it's my cousin Vinny. Jesus, man, that dates it because that was the night before my uh, drivers. Education test or something, or driving test, some bullshit like that. Yeah, I, I took a leak in a cup and about 32 ounces of pee and just rolled it down the aisle. Mom, your purse is all wet and smells of pits. Oh, my God. We should, we should start this podcast over. No, this is good. I'm just kidding. This I'm is joking. great. I can't um, be incriminated for this anymore. It's, it's like 30 We're just spilling ago. the beans here. Yes. We're spilling the beans. I, I was underage at the point, so I couldn't go to jail for it. Mm. <laughs> Oh dear Lord! And the last Good thing, time. the last thing I just started watching was the People vs. O.J. Simpson. Yeah, that's on Netflix. I saw um, it. Just watched the first episode. That is awesome. It's pretty good. That yeah. is really good. It's so I'm of... gonna go home after the podcast and try and watch three more episodes. Creepy John Travolta in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He... Yeah. Go, well, during the Super Bowl, they like did the oh the shots. Shot yeah. yeah. Uh, who who was he sitting next to? I don't know, but you see him singing and stuff. No. Oh, like he was in Rob Riggle's like. Uh, Super Bowl prediction thing. Oh, really? And he did like he was singing. I can't remember what uh, it was. They had John Travolta singing, and that end of it is like, "Hey, Howie Long, I loved you in Broken Arrow." So John Travolta <laughs> and I called back to Broken Arrow. Oh my God, I that's kind of like sweet. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look too good. No, these he, days. he's got that weird like hair plug thing going God, on. It's, it's just it it's just looks wrong. Looking. Yeah, his eyebrows, something. I don't know, man. It's like quit botoxing, bro. I figure he's going to have to play a pedophile in one of these movies one of these days because he's got the one. Well, well, he just did a movie called, what was it, Man or On the Line or something? Yeah, the, yeah. Stupid. That is just dumb. It's been in that I Am Wrath movie again. That was awful. <laughs> just awful. With the Amish haircut? I Am Hair Club for Men. <laughs> so brutal. That is I, it. That's all I've seen. I actually haven't seen much. The only movie I saw was The Founder. Have you heard of this? No. The Michael Keaton oh, movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The McDonald's movie? Really good movie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He was really good in it. I was kind of disappointed he wasn't he up for Best even, Actor. Oh, right. Should have been. Really good. They really dicked their man. Our boy Michael Keaton got screwed out of Birdman. After that, Because he was yeah. phenomenal in that movie. He's really good at this, too. Shit. If you want to see, like, it's a true story of Ray Kroc, the guy who kind of founded McDonald's. Okay. And you can kind of see how he screwed over the two guys that actually, that actually started, started it up. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's quite a crazy story. Really? Yeah, I mean, I guess I could spoil it, but because it's all out there. But oh, right. It's, it's quite... He's a great businessman, total asshole. Total asshole. Yeah. But you, you admire, like, what a good businessman he was. right? That's what he says yeah. in the movie? Well, because he just kind of discovers this guy. These guys have created this, you know, restaurant. Right. And he, his wife, is, haven't you franchised it? And, like, what we tried it didn't work because we couldn't get the quality out there because they were just running the one restaurant. There right. These other ones that didn't go very well. And he decided he got them to agree to let him help franchise it. So he did that, and he was moving ahead trying to do all his ideas, and the two brothers didn't want to move so right. fast. exactly. He just kept saying, you've you got to get out of the way. And yep. Basically. And took over. Takes over, 
it basically runs them pretty much out of business. He takes over the whole company by basically owning the land. Wow. So basically, at the end of the movie, the brothers basically own the rest their one restaurant, but he owns the land and, and he everything. Owns the land and everything. End of the end of the movie, he basically gets them out of the business. They each of the brothers get a million dollars. That's it. And like a handshake deal to get like one percent of McDonald's own like future yeah, earnings. Right. Handshake deal. They get nothing. Oh. He screws my them God. out of that. Wow. The best part of it, the end of it, well, not the best part. The end of the movie, the two brothers can't call their the restaurant McDonald's anymore because he's bought. Oh, that. okay. So they have to call that. Take, they just take the name McDonald's off and just call it something else. And at the end of the movie, basically Michael Keaton, Ray Kroc. Stand across the street, open up McDonald's, put them out of business in six months <laughs> with their own restaurant. Oh, it's terrible. It's crazy. It's a, it's a good movie. Did though. any one of those brothers commit suicide after that? I don't think so. I mean, I still got a million dollars in the 60s. Yeah, but, I guess know. so. But damn, dude, that is bad. I, I've actually read excerpts from his book, yeah. you know, autobiography. He's just a crazy businessman. But, you know, wow. Wow, that's good. Wow, literally it's, took it right. It's quite an interesting movie. I mean, I know I spoiled it. I don't think it really spoiled too much. No, no, no. It, but it, just it looked good. It was, I saw the trailer for it, and that looks pretty good. Yeah, I recommend it. He's really good at it. It's, it's cool. You, I knew it was going to be good because basically he said he studied like Glenn Gary Glenn Ross okay. for like his role. And I'm like, okay. oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's it's, good. It's a, that's really all I've seen, but it's a, it's a recommendation. And that, that came out in 2016, right? Yeah. So he's screwed out of the whole nomination. Yeah, he didn't get a nomination. Yeah, so. That sucks. Yeah, but it's quite good. And what do we have? We have like nine movies this year nominated for Best Picture and all that, and like I have no need to see any of them. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like I, normally I'm like, okay, I got to check out at least three or four of these. This year I haven't like, liked yeah. since they've gone to nine because you know it used to be like, oh, there's five out there, but this sixth one really should have got in. But right. now it's like now they feel like they have to put ones out yeah, there. Well, getting... some years they'll just do like five, nine, ten, what have you. I think. Like one of the first years they expanded, like District Nine was one of yeah, them. Yeah, District like, Nine was in there. That's that why I was kind of like, oh, why is the rival in there? Yeah, you know, but everybody says it's a good, good. movie. Yeah. Well, the only arrival is really the Charlie Sheen film. <laughs> but best picture worthy though, arrival, that good. Charlie Sheen, yeah. No, 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 that Charlie Sheen one. Uh, Mr. Ben I like it. It's a good okay. movie. It's quite, quite interesting. That'll be well. If it's anything, not what you out. think it is because it they make it look like it's one of those. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's probably more like a abyss. It reminds me of the abyss in a way. You think like all oh, this spectacular shit's gonna happen, but it comes down to like um, two different. You know, worlds colliding and communicating. Hey, the only thing that's missing from the abyss is Chris Elliott going, It's big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the abyss. Speaking of which, have you what seen, what, what do you think of the trailers on like the Super Bowl and stuff? Oh, they're awful. Yeah. Yeah. The only one <laughs> I enjoyed was the Stranger Things one. Yeah, well, that's great. And the, the Fate of the Furious. That's about it. I saw the, I saw the, um, What's it called? The new Transformers piece of shit? Oh, God. I saw, like, what the hell is Anthony Hopkins doing in this? Is it like, will he do anything for money? Well, it has, like, a whole King Arthur. I know, but I'm like, wow. It's, I, I dude, from Michael Bay. Oh, my God, great. We don't want any more of them. And I'm sure he'll make a shit ton this, of money. This could be Anthony Hopkins' best performance since Free Jack. <laughs> it's kind of what it looked like to me. It's like, wow. Free Jack. We need to do Free we Jack. Really I think we've talked about that before. So we can have the car that flips over and goes, <laughs> with like wood on the bottom of the car. <laughs> I remember seeing that movie in theater with you and then the Lethal Weapon uh, 3 trailer. <laughs> Mel Gibson falls off the bridge and we're like, oh my God, he's going to die. <laughs> it's Mick Jagger. <laughs> Oh. oh, those are the days. Right classic, there. classic. 
So that's it. That you only checked out the founder. Yeah, that's all I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some TV stuff. Well, that's but... a good recommendation. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, it's probably one you're gonna see in video because it's not gonna last very long. But right. This, this weekend, there's a lot coming out. I want, like, said John Wick two and John Wick Lego 2, Batman. Lego Batman that. movie. Um, what else? There's one one other film coming out too. What else? I don't know. Because the rings already came out last week, and that yeah, bombed. Right. And because that bombed, I think it ruined the Friday the 13th reboot. They pulled that now. That's not happening anymore. I think they should pull it, because the stuff I've been hearing about it is just Because you're going to focus on his father? Ugh, screw that. You know what? Go back to what it was. Yeah. You're like, oh, we have to change it. No, you don't. My, my buddy here um, that I work with, he actually um, created a Friday the 13th board game. Really? I mean, it's really complex and all that, but it's pretty cool. Um, really? Have you seen he's the... He's a huge Friday 13th fan. I'm like one and, of the biggest... And we we're talking like, well, we should just write a Friday 13th movie. Which guy is this? Is this Luke. Oh, that guy? gentleman you met. Tonight. Why the hell isn't he? We'll do a Friday 13th show. I'm on there. I'm a huge there you fan go. too. There you go. See? See if he wants to do one. That that should be our um, Halloween special. We can just do a Friday 13th. Yeah, there's, yeah, cool. there's actually um, a new Friday 13th game. Not just not board game, but okay. a video game. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen this. Where you can actually play as uh, Jason. It actually looks pretty cool. And go around and kill super people. super gory too. <laughs> We saw the one where he's banging some chick in a sleeping bag or whatever. Yeah, blood and guts shooting out everywhere. He can, like break people's legs and shit. Yeah, it looks looks cool. But yeah, it, basically, you don't need to change Friday Thirteenth. It to be the same to, thing yes. every time. That, I mean, the only thing I liked about the last reboot was the beginning. Why? Because they're out camping. And then it ended un- un- until Jason was protecting his marijuana. And family. Jason's kidnapping people, and I'm like, not. Yeah, that, that's that. when I was like, dude, that Jason doesn't do that at all. Awful, just uh, awful. But yeah, I don't know. I was thinking. Maybe you could tie something in where, like, there's a gigantic lake and there's, like, this small island out there. That's where, like, everybody goes camping nowadays. But it's a diabetes camp. And the kids are trapped out there because they, they need their insulin. And that's what traps all the teenagers from getting out because all the boats for, for are... For a second, from... I couldn't tell if you were joking No, no, no. I'm, I'm serious because that, that gives the, the suspense, you know? The kids aren't going to get harmed. They're just dying because they need their insulin. And then one by one, the teenagers are just getting taken out by Jason. It's not, not the worst thing I've heard. No? It's, no. I mean, if he could take Manhattan, he could take an island. Yeah, if he could take Manhattan, what a bunch of bullshit that was. They're, <laughs> they're been, in like can, they're in like they, they filmed like five minutes in man in, in New York. It, did, the whole didn't he punch a, off somebody's head? Yeah, he, like punch somebody in the head goes flying like. That whole movie was yards. in like on like a yacht, oh, it was and then terrible. like the last twenty minutes were on, in New York. That, that movie sucked. It did. It's God. just, but like basically. You didn't need to change anything. Every no. year, just do another same thing. And it, it makes me happy. So. I, I didn't mind the title either. They're just going to call it Friday the 13th, part 13. Okay, cool. But just go back to the basics. Yeah, just there hasn't been a good Friday the 13th movie since part no. six. Can you make one? Sure. Yeah, they, they sure haven't can. been able to do it. So. Um, I, I see our, our boy uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a promising movie coming out called Aftermath. Have you seen the trailer for this? No, I saw a poster. Uh, check, check it out. So really? somehow like um, this gentleman who's responsible for crashing the plane that his wife and child's on. And he just, he, the, the, the company, the airline company is going to pay him like $75,000 or something like that for, okay. his, um, and the, for his dead daughter and 85000 for his dead wife. But he wants yeah, to this look is the dead person responsible in the face. <laughs> Um, who was, uh, you know, reliable. Oh, so this is basically like that collateral damage movie? Well, kind of, but I mean, (laughs) I don't know. So it's like a drama? Kind of, you know, but this guy has to, the guy that was responsible or whatever, has to leave town, change his name, you know, kind of hide from this guy. And Schwarzenegger comes out looking for him. 
Um, well, good. I love when Arnold gets to emote. That's did you ever favorite. see that zombie movie? No, I, Maggie. Everybody said that was pretty decent. No, nobody, we didn't see it. <laughs> it's like Maggie, my daughter is a zombie. Lol, why are you a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, what's the matter? You're not eating your breakfast. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. My daughter's one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> She's trying to eat my brands. <laughs> <laughs> but 2017, it looks promising. There's going to be a lot of good movies. I'm actually looking forward to seeing Baywatch. Yeah, I, I'm wondering how Hasselhoff fits into that. Uh, I don't know. But, boy, he doesn't look too good these days. No. That guy. Jeez, I saw him on some commercial where he pulls up in the Night Rider. Yes. I'm like, ooh, God did almighty. Did you ever see that, um, that Piranha movie he did? There's Piranha 3D and then there's Piranha Which one did you? D. He's in Double D. Yes. I didn't see one. that one. Did I? No. It's, I saw it's, the one it's before. It's completely awful. But I saw the one with um, the Jaws guy. Yes. Right? Okay. That was, this is a sequel. It's like it's really, really Richard bad. Dreyfus. But uh, Hasselhoff is in it for quite a bit. And that's funny. He plays himself. Okay. He's like kind of like washed out version of himself that he has to go to this like water park to like be himself. And be he's not drunk on like, stairs eating a cheeseburger, is he? He's pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. I love he's, that like, video. he's wearing he's wearing lifeguard outfit there. To the, and, uh, it, it's really bad, but watch it. It's it's, it's humorous. Piranha Double D. What yeah. a great title. It's, it's awesome. Just title. an awful movie, but it's that for that it's funny. Right. Are you looking forward to um, the Mummy with Tom Cruise? I don't know. I'm in, you know I'm intrigued. Yeah. I don't like Tom Cruise at all, but. You know. So is he like supernatural in this movie? It's it's weird. I don't understand what's going on. And this is like the start of the new like. Yeah, they're bringing back Universal the Monsters. Universal Monsters. Yep. Because what Russell Crowe is in it is Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, you know, people are like, oh, don't don't reboot the mummy or the mummy, mummy, the mummy. It's like yeah, yeah what do you, you? It's like uh, Brendan Fraser so sacred you can't. Right. Do yeah. No. You can do whatever you want. I never saw the last Mummy movie. I, I did. That, with that sucked. That was terrible. It looked like ass. It sounded oh, like a pass. There was a, there was a scene in the movie where they run into the Yetis, and the Yetis kick somebody through, like, two temples and give the field goal sign. It, it was horrible. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy. Boy. Was, I remember with Brendan Fraser, there was a period of time that people were like, wow, he's really good. He's a big act, big yeah, star. No, like, no. A couple years later, he's doing furry vengeance. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, no thank you, man. But Hey, he was he was awesome in Encino Man. That's on Netflix, I have to go back and revisit it. <laughs> I just oh, actually I forgot to tell you, I actually watched um License to Drive again with Sweet. our buddy Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Sweet. Oh, what a fun movie that Isn't was. Isn't that awesome? That reminded me of Bonham. Seeing that at good old Bonham back in the day. I never saw that in the theater, but uh, I unfortunately the finest moment for the Corys right there. The Brighton? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Baby, you can drive my car. Baby, I love you. Do uh, do do do, yeah. Dad, come on, Dad, get out of the car, Dad. Yeah. But there come you on, go. that's a movie. Let's start to remind Heather Graham. At least she was pretty hot back then. Yeah, so. yeah, I'll give her that. Roller Girl, right? Yeah. Later on, yeah. Nights from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Is that right? Is that right? Hey guys, Tim Segali. <laughs> Oh, well, should we get on to our, our top five? Yes, let's do it. So our top five this week is worst movie posters of the 80s. Yes. This was, we kind of had to break this down because like, we're, we're going to do first worst movie poster. I'm like, but that's so many. And then we're going to do like, you know, 80s and 90s. Like, there's so many in the 80s alone. Right. We could probably do 90s too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I figured we can save that for a different show. Yeah. We'll yeah. just break it down. We'll do the 90s and then, I don't know, maybe we can go in the 2000s as well. Why yeah. Not? Well, I'm going to start off with an honorable mention on mine. 
So we're going to post all of these on our. Well, oh, before web. you start there, I just wanted to mention since we are talking yeah. about posters, the movie Split. Um, I feel like really stupid that I didn't pick this up, but if you look at the Split poster where you have Kevin his face on the poster, you'll notice that the picture frame is cracked, like glass on there. I really? never put that together with the original Unbreakable. So I looked oh, at crap, the Unbreakable yeah. poster, and if you put these posters side by side, the glass that's cracked on the Unbreakable poster actually carries through on Split. Who would have thought? That's how Who they tie thought? the movies together. You that's see? amazing. We go from the original to, what would you call that, origin story to another sequel. Maybe. Yeah. Like I said, M. Night, you're M. Night blowing is, my mind. He's back. Uh, <laughs> he's doing better. I should have uh, caught that. Should have caught I'm that. I'm still... Stop. Scared. Don't look at that. That should be on there. That should be on my number mind. one. How did I miss that? <laughs> All right. What's honorable mention for me is uh, when I was doing a little research on this to look at some of my old posters, yep. I came across a poster for Star Trek Four. <laughs> that is right. a pile of shit. And the Star Trek Four poster, the normal one, is fine. It's just like yep. most of the other ones. But there's this like weird, like I don't know if it was a teaser trailer, but... A teaser poster, I mean. And it's got like them beaming down and like San Francisco. It's got like this totally every 80 stereotype surrounding them. I, I've got to post this on because I don't know how many people have just seen it. But it looks like this poster like was made in like five minutes and they just do everything they could on it. It's got like a motorcycle cop, this kind of like punk rock guy with a boombox and oh my God, it's awful. So it's just an honorable mention because it's really not the true like Star Trek right. poster. Because that, that, yeah, I wonder what that was for. I don't Advertisement know, poster? It's got the credits for, on the bottom. It like, does. Like a normal poster. So I'm wondering if it was, you know, maybe a different market perhaps. Could be. Something. Could be. Because I think I remember seeing the original teaser poster for that one had just the credits coming down. Right? Burning up the voyage home and it was heading towards yeah. the illustration of San Francisco. Yeah. So That's yeah. the one I remember. But yeah, I saw that, that one online. Good. That is a pile of shit. My, uh, my number five is uh, Jim Cotta. Do you know what Jim Cotta is? No. Jim Cotta was like a movie by the director of Enter the Dragon. Okay. It starred Kurt Thomas, who was a, a, a gold medal okay. gymnast. Okay. And this was the combination of gymnastics and karate. Oh. So he goes to an island to play like most dangerous game against ninjas and stuff. So this is Jim Cotta. Oh my God. So it's like him doing like, it's gymnastics and karate. Jim Cotta. It sounds like something you get from picking up a hooker at the bar. Pretty much. I think I'm going to need a shot of penicillin. I have the Jim Cotta. I got myself a double Jim Cotta <laughs> last night. Oh my God. I was all hey, ladies, would you like a shot of Jim? Yeah, Cotta? so it's 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 quite a humorous movie. That's you probably a, like it. It's 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 like an eighties movie. He's almost dressed like Dolph Lundgren in the training outfit from Rocky Four. Yeah, it's a, a little, little bit, bit like that. It's that's quite, pretty cool. It's quite humorous. It's uh, how did this get made? Reviewed at one time too. I remember as growing up as a kid, I loved it, <laughs> but it's really really bad. And the poster matches. Yes. So what you got for number five? Well, actually, some honorable mentions here. Okay, I have four of them. Uh, the, the first is Masters of the Universe, the teaser poster. I actually like the original poster. This is, this is the teaser right here? This is the teaser. Look how shitty that is. Coming to Earth, 1987. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. It's pretty bad. The motion picture. I just love that they have what's going um, on. Dolph Lundgren backlit, but I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan. I was kind of pissed at this movie that they totally <laughs> recreated the characters' outfits in the film. Yeah. I'm like, I just wish they would have, you know, honed in... More so on like the original artwork, yeah. but dude, whatever. all you need to know is what it says in the bottom left hand corner is why that sucks. Canon, canon, yes, baby, of course. And then I come across this Raiders. That's of a Lost different one than I poster. saw. What's the... yeah? This one, this one actually Drew Struzan did early on in his career. But look at Karen Allen's head. 
Isn't that fucked that? up? I don't know. It's a weird looking poster. It's just everything looks why like is, it was airbrushed. Why is Bullock's head like on like a camel? They're carrying his head. It looks like he's a giant <laughs> right? statue. It's just a goofy poster. Oh, Drew, what Obviously, happened? Obviously, this must be, what, a, a Japanese poster, probably, for their market? Drew is usually the best. Well, this is early on in his career, but, man. And then, then they also had that other shitty one where he looks like he's dressed in, like, yeah, a that's what I saw. T-shirt, oh, my God. Here's a Ford on the back lot, and that's what that picture was from. He's on the back lot <laughs> learning like bad, how to get the whip down. Bad Photoshop. It, wow. it, shitty. Shitty poster. Then the, uh, I don't, I like the original over-the-top poster. Where he's, he has his big fist hanging out and the hawk's flying with the semi. But this piece of shit, look at Stallone's face. He was like airbrushed to like make him look younger. He looks like him and his son are a tattoo on Bull Hurley's arm. It's creepy. <laughs> a fun movie, they're, but they're that poster's They're basically arm wrestling in molten lava, it appears, too. They're like covered up. Yeah, it's they, they're joined to the hip. <laughs> it also looks like uh, Link Hawk and his son are running from a truck. Well, yeah, or he's kidnapping them. You know, or something. You're going to come with me, boy. <laughs> and Rocky Three. What's wrong with Rocky Three? Rocky Three. This po- Look at this poster. Is now. it not the greatest challenge? <laughs> I love that. The greatest the, challenge. With this stupid... Rocky Three yeah. poster reminds me of Victory. Poster. It's doing the same thing with the credits. Victory, you know? Victory will be here yes, later. Yes, we will have the font. They will say Rocky Three, and then we'll just keep repeating it. Yes. And, and just use different shades of gray. I don't know, dude. It's just such a boring... 80 sucked for posters. It really did. They did. Some good ones, but I mean, the like ones we picked... Drew. Drew had great, po- great posters except, except for that Except for one. that one. Kieran Allen's head looked like it was like... They clipped it out from like a different artist. Yeah. And joined it on his... I don't know. She looks really scary in that illustration. I would agree. Well, Sorry, so what, Drew. What's your real number five? My real number five is this gem. Friday the 13th. The, the New, New Blood. Blood. I hate this poster. Hate it's it. pretty bad. I hate that movie too. It's That's the one at the end where she like um, uses uh, her powers or whatever and blows up the house, right? Yeah, oh, it's terrible. The problem with that movie is like you know I'm a huge Friday the Thirteenth connoisseur. Was she like, telepathic or some shit in this yeah, film? Yeah, it oh, was basically something. they basically cut all the violence out of that movie. On Friday the 13th. There's some awesome gore, gore scenes in that movie that were cut out. Just really? totally okay. destroyed it. See, now if I saw a cut like that, great. But, man, I remember renting this on Beta when we first moved to Sock City. This this was the best. Terrible. Before I go back, this is the best Rocky poster. Remember this from Airplane? Oh, yes. With the old? No, okay. It's <laughs> got the same poster. Same is just like, uh. Yeah, okay. This says shitty tagline. On Friday the 13th, Jason is back. But this time, someone's waiting. She really wasn't waiting for him, too. It's 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 uh, bad. My favorite Friday the 13th poster, obviously, the original is great. I love that one. The sequel is kind of cheesy because they kind of did a Godfather yeah. 2 approach. just had the actual title. Um, third one, it's kind of interesting with the knife coming out. I don't mind it so much. Talk about four, of, final chapter. Sequel. Chapter's my awesome. favorite. Awesome. I love the final That's chapter. That's actually maybe my favorite Friday the 13th movie besides the Okay. And I love the Jason Lips poster. Yeah. You know, because he's back. The last good one. He's the, the man, man behind the mask. <laughs> and he's coming after you. <laughs> I don't even know if it says that, but whatever. I like that <laughs> Coming after you. <laughs> All right. That was, my, that was my number five. That was Alice Cooper right there. Yeah. Oh, he's dear to call in. Could you guys please... Never, never do that again. Never again. I don't sound like that. (laughs) Please don't. Okay, so my number four is Ghoulies. Oh, yes! (laughs) This shit right here. Yes! (laughs) What? I never saw that movie. Me neither. They'll get you in the end. 
Oh, like, don't you see it? Because it's a ghoulie coming out of a toilet. They'll get you in the end. In get the it? end, I get it. And they didn't get. They didn't get. Your why? Ass. Why is the ghoulie wearing like suspenders? I don't know. What's in his hand there? Or is that just part of the toilet there? Dude, I God, don't know. That is creepy. That's man. it, dude. We're gonna watch Ghoulies. We're gonna do <laughs> Ghoulies. We need to do Ghoulies. I've never seen that. Me neither. Ghoulies. Did they? Did, did they make? Oh no, I'm thinking of Chud. Those are those little creepy things coming out of the sewer. Chud. Cannibalistic Chud. humanoid underground dwellers. <laughs> True story. Ghoulies. The Ghoulies. Yep, that's right. Look up Ghoulies, folks. That's Great your number poster. five, right there. No, number four. Number four. Yep. What was your fifth one? My fifth one was Jim Cotta. Oh, Jim. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. I thought those were your honorable mentions. No, nope, no. Nope. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. What's your number? <laughs> That's all. We're introducing all these new characters. You are. Oh, God. I don't know what that one that was. That was David. David? Just call him David. <laughs> David. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, so... We'll have a guest review of David sometime. <laughs> what are we on, number four? <laughs> number four, Number sir. four is Superman 3. It's on my list. Look at that stellar pile of shit. It, it is, indeed it's is. It's an illustration. We'll I just go ahead and combine they... this because Superman is next on my list. He's number three for me, so. Uh, you know what? I actually love the title sequence, the opening credits for Superman 3. Um Because well, it was so staged, man. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Everybody's like... Something something happens where like a car drives by, somehow a chain gets roped around the telephone poles and everybody or the telephone boots and everybody falls over. Well, let's dumb. start with the problem. Don't, don't let's, let's, we're both looking at this poster now. If you if you if you want to know Superman three, look up the poster. Let's start with the first thing I'd say. Superman looks bored. Well, yeah, because he doesn't want to be in this movie. Well, yeah. Um, there's a there's a huge like whiz cloud coming out of them. Is there flying like? Because they're flying out of that little, little cave. Yeah, little cave. Secret cave. The Richard background Pryor. just looks like absolute ah. shit. It does. Um, of course, you have to put Richard Pryor Richard in Pryor's, yeah, Richard Pryor's shoes are tied for some reason. We are going to sell the shit out of this movie. Because Richard Pryor's in it. He yeah. was huge at the time. Richard Pryor, maybe the greatest comedian of all time, just was in the worst movies yeah. all the time. What was that potato movie that he was in? That he had to move? Moving. Moving. Moving, yes. Remember that? What's that movie? It was about moving. Moving. <laughs> moving. <laughs> Just like Richard Pryor's He's trying to career. sell to his family that they're moving to Idaho. Yeah. He's like, mmm, these are good Idaho potatoes. Mm. Was that your Richard Pryor or Bill Cosby? I don't know. No, Bill Cosby would be more of like, he puts the pills in the pudding pops. You don't want to move here. Just drink this and you'll <laughs> want to move. I promise. <laughs> No, no there's just so many problems. His like cape looks messed up too. It's like what's up he, with his cape? He doesn't look happy in there. But the the best part of the Superman three is the bad Superman. He should have been on this poster. Bad Superman was pretty cool. Bad Superman didn't give a fuck. I like bad Superman. <laughs> like, I want to see a bad like Superman. Peanuts. Remember that yeah. on the bar and he kept smashing him into the mirror. <laughs> that was great. I'll have another. <laughs> I really wanted to see Bad Superman banging some chicks. He, he was, I think he, was, he did. He was ready to do he, it. He, I think he did. Especially I think Bad Superman flew in, and she's like, don't you have to see And he could have used that, that drilling action yeah. he was doing to go underground. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that, man. Hello, ladies. I'm <laughs> Superman. And I love the cylinder block three. Doesn't uh, that look like one of the cylinder blocks? Yeah. To build the basement wall? That's great. Superman 3, 
Why bother? Damn you, Richard Lester. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. They got, you know... You know, I remember Superman 3. We saw Superman 3 in the theater, and then we went to a new chain restaurant called Hardee's. Really? Right after. Isn't that sad? Wow. Jesus. And as a young child, Superman 3 made you hard, correct? Because it was so exciting. <laughs> you know, the problem with Superman 3, it's directed by Richard Lester. They got the wrong dick. They got rid of Dick Donner. They got Richard Lester. They got Richard Lester. Big mistake. Yeah. Did you, did you ever talk about that? Did you ever see Superman 2, the Donner I did not cut? see the Donner cut. You no. really should watch I it sometime. I need to. I, I just I mentioned on the last couple of shows where we watched Superman four, and then I checked out Superman three. I probably just talked about watching Superman tour, but they don't have the Don. It's still working. There we go. Hello. Now we're back. Okay. Technical difficulties. That's weird. That'll be the best part of the show right there. Probably. What? Oh no. Oh no. We lost the show. But we're back. Okay. We well, <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Superman three. Um, and evil Superman fucked up our show. Yes, yes, he did because we were we were well, yeah we were dissing was, the man. I think it was your number four, but it was my number three. So it's yes, like, okay. So we could go on to your number three now. Okay, going on to my number three. Rambo, First Blood Part really? Two. Really, really? Look at this poster, Tom. Okay. Take a close look Let at this look poster. Look how shitty the cutout is of fucking Stallone. And I guess really is. Bo- why is there a little guy down here with it's a like, white outline? It's like a little Army of Darkness one, like you know, a little, a little. It, I mean, this is like the day. The, the before. body and the head don't match. No, but why is he here? He's not part of the logo down there. You know, shooting the little bow well, and I arrow. I also never realized how the tagline sucks so much. Oh, it's terrible. I hate when a tagline is like seven lines long. And it's within this weird white border. Down here? Uh, they sent of. him on a mission. He did well on the mission. <laughs> then he wanted to leave. But then they, tr- they, they betrayed him. Then he came back. It's like it's the entire the whole thing. It's like the whole movie in there. Stallone. And he's standing in front of that generic um, ball of flame behind him. It is, yeah. Oh, is that fucking shitty? That, that, that's a very lazy poster. It's a very lazy It's a very 80s poster right here. Yeah. Very 80s poster. I remember seeing this little lockup on, like, the Topps trading cards for Rambo. Yeah. Um, but, boy, that just... That cutout of Stallone is just shit. Let me look at the hair. Damn. Isn't that horrible? You know, I never really... So this is time before Photoshop, so that they did, would have to do paste-ups. Everything was, like, yeah. cut out with exacto it, knives. It's, it's funny that you it showed up. me this, because, like, immediately said Rambo. I'm like, what are you talking about? Rambo's not bad. Now I look at it, and it is awful. The first Rambo poster is great, because Drew Struzan did it, and he fucking nailed it. First yeah. Blood is awesome. I, I don't mind... Well, actually... This is, that's the actual poster, right? That's the, Yeah, that's the actual poster for Rambo 2. Rambo 3 had a cool illustration poster, but then they used the one of him yep. standing awful. like this above all like the Iraqi soldiers. Oh, terrible. Just awful. They sent him on a mission and set him up to fail, but they made one mistake. They forgot they were dealing with Rambo. <laughs> How did they forget they were dealing with Rambo? No man, no law, no war can stop him. No poster. <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty. That is shit. Isn't that shit? Absolute shit. I, I love the movie. I love the movie. I it had some great lines in there where she was like, what What expendable mean, Rambo? Well, it's like someone invites you to a party and you <laughs> don't show. You stupid, Rambo. <laughs> well, it's like the series of movies I'm going to do in 20 years. <laughs> and then I'm going to actually make a movie called Expendables. Yeah. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was trying to do the Stallone. I, I, you do better me. than I do. You do better than I, I did. I did a tear. I, I cannot do a good Stallone on the show. It's all right. You gotta, I gotta you're, get into it. Keep, keep trying. Keep trying. 
But yeah, terrible poster. Absolutely. Well, my my number two is uh, a Chuck Norris film. Ooh, Chuck Norris, Forced Vengeance. That looks like a terrible Atari look, game. Look at his look at his head. God, ever since I seen his uh, sex scene, I'll never look at this you guy the same it, way. You wanted his feet to be in here? His no, sex, sexy feet. No. Anything but feet and fruit bowls. But, but it's also, it's such a hard-hitting movie, he's able to break the title of the movie with his own. He did. And then he, he cloned himself to fight other people. Yes. Above a lake. <laughs> I want to see his little clones fight the Stallone Rambo clone. Why are they fighting? Oh, they're fighting in the city. They're just gigantic. God, that poster blows ass. It does. Man. It does. Very much so. Chuck Norris. He's like breaking through. Yeah. <gasps> it looks constipated, really. Yeah, a little bit. I want to have another sex sink with my feet. <laughs> my dirty feet. Smell it, smell it, like it. <laughs> Chuck Norris is back in Feet of Vengeance. <laughs> it's so dumb. Feet of Fury. Feet, there you go. That's even better. Feet of Fury. First, there was Bruce Lee with Fist of Fury. <laughs> feet of Fury. <laughs> Chuck Norris is Toe Jam. <laughs> He's a detective. <laughs> detective Tojan. <laughs> Meet Otto Toe. <laughs> He's a good cop with smelly feet. <laughs> <laughs> this shit rates itself. <laughs> oh. That's oh. a good cop. <laughs> I also forgot to tell you that I did see Menace to Society. I yeah, forgot to mention I that. I see that for like 20 Oh my years. god, that movie fucking blows. They tried to they tried to launch that off the success of Boys in the Hood. Yes. But damn, dude, that I remember those two brothers were supposed to be these like up and I don't think they ever did anything after that. That was terrible. I, I cannot stand that movie. Suck. I agree. But it doesn't time. matter. We're bouncing back and forth. We are. That's okay. Are we on our number two? Yeah, I did number two. So All right, number two. This show's a number two. No, I'm, I'm just gonna read this take line up, see if you can pick it up. America's biggest hero is back, and he is not happy. <laughs> what movie am I talking about here? America's biggest hero is back. From the 80s? And he is not happy. I don't know that tagline. Give me another hint. He's really tall and furry. Harry and the Hendersons. No, they no, didn't make a no, sequel. No, that was, a, that was our right poster. They didn't make a sequel on that one. Dear Lord, dude, I'm, I'm not getting it. That gem. King oh. Kong lives. Do you remember that pile of shit? Look how bad that poster is. Was that is. the one with, um, who was in that? Uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Who she showed her boobies in this again. Of course she did. Yeah, the Terminator squeeze and then you had King Kong titties. <laughs> King Kong titties. <laughs> who, who was, was, was who, the best part of the movie. Who was the male lead in that? I, I Honestly, I cannot remember. Wow. That's as good as that movie Baby or whatever it was. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Is that the dinosaur? Yeah. Thank God, baby. I don't think God. I've ever even seen King Kong lives through straight through. Uh, I have, unfortunately. Um, you probably saw it in the theater, didn't we did. you? We did. Me and my brother saw us in the movie theater. I bet your dad loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, I bet Otto was satisfied <laughs> customer. Of course, King Kong falls off the Imperial State Building. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was actually thinking of Star Wars there. Sorry. You're always thinking of Empire, Star Wars. Empire State Building. So he falls off that, but somehow they're giving him like a heart transplant. But he has a girlfriend or some shit. Is this like a comedy? It, it might as well have been. I mean, wow. it sucked, dude. But somehow she gets injured or damn near Is dies. Is that Linda Hamilton's hand there? It should be. A big old furry palm. But God, that poster just makes me laugh. Especially the little army guy looking. It looks like awful. It's terrible. 
I mean, the movie isn't anything special, but literally, it's a dude in a suit, you know, yeah. set against a blue screen going through a miniature like city. It's terrible. Oh my god, that's awesome. King Kong lives. I yeah, I I think I've seen bits of that on HBO back in the day. Shitty. And that's the best about part it. is Linda Hamilton. We get to that scene, slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, it's such a stupid scene. She's in a sleeping bag. Yeah. And like, oh my God, the army's coming. We gotta get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> and she sits up and her titties just sit there dangling for a while. It's fantastic. Was this in 3D, I hope? No, I should Oh, bummer. That would have been great. Nice. Linda Hamilton. Nips. <laughs> <laughs> James and Cameron got himself a little bit of that. Oh, so. sure he did. I think he married her. So. Yeah, he, he got with her. Uh, around, the, around the T2 Big child, all, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. Cameron's been around the block. He likes his women. He does. How about Weaver? Think he ever did anything there? Scoring? I doubt no? it. I doubt it. I don't, I don't get that one, but I could be wrong. Well, well number one, Joe, I'm assuming we have the same one. Or do, well, you do, you do know that we don't, because, yeah, it's right. You, I don't you, know, man. I have don't. the worst poster. Okay, well, you go ahead, then. Why don't he, you go first? He, I can't. Actually, I, I got to go I have first. to save it for last, man. It's okay. so bad. My number one poster is Victory. Okay, Victory. That's the one where it says, victory, 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 victory. It's another victory. Stallone movie victory. where they have to put his title 48 times. And it looks they like... They spell it in different languages. <laughs> it's got Sylvester Stallone, Pele, and Michael Caine as like one body, sharing a body. They're like combined into one sweatshirt. Um, it looks like Pele's having an orgasm in between the, the two of them. It kind of is. He's happy to be in Stallone's pants. Michael Caine has like crazy pubic hair on top. Do you, do you know what I think they're doing there? They're space docking each other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who here is not circumcised? Now, yeah, and just no, nothing in this poster is good. What, what's the tagline say? Now is the time yes. for heroes. Look this poster up, folks. It's Victory from, I think, 1981. Victory. Movie. Look at the poster. Victoria. It is so bad. Victory. Now, the thing that this reminds me the most of is... Rocky Three. Little? Kind of. Yeah. Not actually an album cover. Okay. Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen, the worst cover of all time is Queen, the Miracle. Yeah. Where the Look it up, folks. Are kind of combined. The most disturbing like album cover ever, Queen, the Miracle. Look this one up, too, folks. Kind of like Separated Bird. You got a little crazy Freddie Mercury in the middle there. Just creepiest It's like you're ever. a bad acid trip or something. Yeah. That's terrible. So Victory got to be the worst poster of the Victory. 80s. Victory. So I wonder if it's spelled out for everyone's nationality, for the most part, on the poster. Pretty Is that much. what it's supposed to symbolize? I know it's like they're trying to symbolize they're one, they're united. Right. But right. That's a, there's better ways to do it. Weren't those guys in prison in the movie or something? And they had yeah. to win the soccer? World War II. Okay. Yeah. God, that movie it was. I, I didn't mind the movie. It wasn't that bad. It was boring. I remember watching it on, as a kid on HBO. Well, Victory is one of those movies where it's like, because you're a kid, it's like, it's Stallone. Yeah, you're like, I will watch this. It's one of those ones like his movie, like Fist, where it's kind of like dull, boring. (laughs) Is that his porn one, Fist? Fist. (laughs) No, that was the, uh, what was that called? The Italian Stallion. Italian Stallion. Two, Fist. Party party at Kitties and Studs. That's uh, Stallone's porno. Stallone, the Italian Stallion in Queef. (laughs) (laughs) The Italian Stallion teaming up with Detective (laughs) Toe Jam. I love that, man. You gotta write that character in the movie. Oh my god, we've given so many good ideas away here. These are great ideas. All right, what's your number one, Joe? Oh, they they call it Break Dance Two, but it was Break Into Electric Electric Boogaloo. Look at that! It's isn't that horrible. But there's a worse poster than that for that. There's the one with the shoe. 
The sh- oh yeah yeah yeah. That was I saw worse. that one too. The shoe that was glowing. <laughs> the glowing shoe was worse <laughs> than that. But Jesus God. Is, yeah, it's like which one was Van? We Dan? saw this shit in the theater, Tom. What the hell? I was did. It? I did. Did you really? My whole family went to the shit. It was like the it was <laughs> the greatest. Went yeah. home and we started breaking. What the feeling that your brother was impetus to going to see this? Tony, Dude, it seems like a Tony. Movie. Tony used to break dance. He fucking dressed like a gangster after seeing this movie. Somebody should have broke his knees for trying to do this. Dance, 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 break you do. Shitty poster, man. I can't make out what the tagline says here because everything is like fucking in low res. That's the best quality I can find online. Maybe we'll put the shoe up on. That is, some, that is some classic stuff. That, yeah, I mean, that's... that's. I really want to read this, but I just cannot make it out. They are breaking and... What? And locking? What? Piss, man. That yeah, piss there was a... Yeah, there was like a... There was like a huge outpouring. They have to have as many freaking breakdance movies as they can. Yeah. Oh my God! Look at this. Is he jerking off in that? <laughs> We're watching. Look. We're watching the rocket video now. Wow. The guy in bed was doing some shady it's shit. A very disturbing video. Oh. All right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Did it? If no, there was a song to whack it, it would be that one. Yeah, we call was, it the wacky whack jam. There was break dan- break in. There was also rapping starring Mario Van Peebles. There was like all those movies back in the rapping. Yeah, rapping. No G in that one either. Rapping. 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 Van Peebles. I Our like friend that. from uh, Jaws for the Revenge, Mario Van Peebles. God, what a shit movie that was. <laughs> We should do another live viewing uh, and actually do Continue Jaws with Jaws movies. 4. Why not? Why not? Come on, Michael. It's not every day. A great white comes here into the Bahamas. Was that Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, that was supposed <laughs> to be Mario. <laughs> I swear that was Arnold. No. I was trying to do Mario. <laughs> you can't say anything to your mother. Is <laughs> no, it's a Mexican. <laughs> Our new favorite guy is Mexican Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> Oh, that is fucking fantastic. Oh. We're going to release a movie called Corn Boy starring Mexican Mario Van Peebles. It could be. Last night, I was in the corn. There's a little creepy boy. It's right Holmes. <laughs> he tried to steal my Mexican corn. <laughs> my Mexican corn. Uh, oh, my God. That's good. Can you believe there were no alcoholic beverages consumed? That's true. Before this was recorded? That is true. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is high in life, baby. Well, that's our top top five bad '80s. Posters. Yes, I hope I hope you enjoyed. We're, we'll definitely do like a '90s and yep, you know, definitely '90s are they're just as fertile for that because they're just wow. I was looking at the Top Gun poster too, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, total nah. '80s. That sells '80s, but it it worked for what it was. But. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at the Perfect Weapon poster, it's like I like that poster, but it's kind of when they're getting to Photoshop, not not Photoshop time, but kind of that same premise where it's like you know. Where you know it's like one image and right. I mean, what they're doing basically, you're using a lifestyle image, you know, from a photo shoot, and then they're just going in and doing some like airbrush techniques on it, yeah, to make it look like his nunchucks are going all wacky tacky. Yes, 
That's great. But speaking of the poster on this, it says on here in big, bold red letters, no gun, no knife, no equal. Should have said no sequel. Oh, oh hit hit poor, poor Jeff where it hurts. And then, and then it says Jeff, Jeff Speakman, the perfect weapon. Jeff's gonna... Just try him. I think not. Is he a Pez? <laughs> you know, I'm just going to come and Kempo your ass. He probably will. Just for that, man. Oh, you... You poor little Kempo student. So, you. I, I didn't have a big history of this movie. I remember it coming out. I didn't see it in the theaters. I think it was right before I had a driver's license. Okay. I so would have seen it. you saw this shit in the theater. No, I would have. I saw this, his like next movie, which was called Street Night. Street Night. But you have the original poster for this. Right? I had it, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I still do. But... I, I don't mind the poster. No, I like it. You have the big nemesis dude in the back there. That's great. Professor Tora Tanaka again <laughs> from Dead Heat. <laughs> Here he comes. He's back. Uh, just to try him. I think not. So, like, did you see this on video for the first? What, what, or did you, I make you watch this, or what? I think I watched it at your place. Okay. Um, probably VHS. I don't think it was Laserdisc. Probably right. Um, and then I don't think it came back out on home media until what 2012, right? I don't when know. They released I, it on Blu-ray. I don't, really, and I don't know if it got a DVD release. It just kind of disappeared. One of those. I remember of... seeing it on VHS. That's it. Yeah. Laserdisc, maybe it was out there. I don't know. I never bought it, though. Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. But. It's it's the one in really, well, I mean, just speaking to other movies, but it's his one big theatrical movie. Yeah. The Street really? Night, I also got a theatrical release. It was, actually, Street Night was Cannon's last theater movie. Oh, really? Theatrical release, yeah. Really? With just I saw Street it at Westtown, yeah. Street Piece Night. Piece of shit. <laughs> Boring, yeah. Thanks, Cannon. Yeah. We but, love you. No, I, I I always enjoyed this movie. It's it's a guilty pleasure. It's not great. It's it's not it's kinda of, kinda of right in the middle. It's not great, it's not horrible. It's it's a little, It's entertaining. It's a little still. too earnest for its own, you know, it, it tries so hard to sell you on Kempo. It's like it's basically the first twenty yes. minutes are a Kempo commercial. For the most part, yeah. Which is the worst part of the movie. And it's like, okay, so is Kempo like a new dance move? Because that's what it looks like he's doing at the beginning of this movie with I got the so yeah, it starts off, and, and it's got a weird beginning because it's like it starts off where Jeff Speakman as the imaginatively named Jeff. Yes, he's like working. Jeff. He's working construction, and then he just decides to quit working construction and go work out. Because well, they told him to take a water break. Yeah, but and then the, then he heard that song playing. He's like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm gonna get my kempo on. He's gonna go to his dingy, gross-looking apartment. That I think, like, I felt like I got crabs by looking at the screen. <laughs> He's going to take his shirt off, yes. you know, apply some Vaseline, yeah. and start that shitty dance <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he looks like a tough son of a bitch. He, he does, but it's like, okay, you're doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. This, I mean, when you get to the actual fight sequences, he, he's a, his, his sequences yeah, I, are good. He can put a hit on you, like, real yeah. quick and, like, yeah. fast. And, and I, love, I love the fast attack scene. I like when he's beating up his sofa. Later yes. on in the movie, that's great. So God, basically, whoop the shit out usually of we, so we haven't been breaking down movies. This one I can break down real quick. There's not a lot to break down. No, here. but Jeff, we have to spend some time on the football field. Oh, we'll get there. We'll All get right. there. So basically the story, Jeff, is uh, as a young man, was kind of like a delinquent. And his dad, who's like a police sergeant or chief, uh, has an his Asian war buddy friend, Mako. But, yeah. The great Mako. Who doesn't age apparently from the early, you know, his dad and Mako. Yeah, not, yeah, right. When they're teenagers, to like when Jeff's an adult, they look the same. Damn, you were always old. It's like they're gonna send Jeff to boarding school, but instead, his, you know, He's the, like, the oh, wise Asian man says, right. "Send him to Kempo school." It teaches you to be a different kind of man. Discipline. 
Decent. So he takes some Kenpo classes as a youngster and learns a bunch of lessons. And this is the problem I had with the movie at the beginning is because basically they, they try to sell Kenpo so hard and it doesn't make any sense. Like the his like trainer says this to him. Like there's this, I couldn't understand. I listened like five times. It doesn't make any sense to me. A master, he's the master of, he's a master of himself. I'm like, he's more than a martial artist. I'm like, it doesn't make any freaking sense. Oh. And it didn't make any sense either with the brain, too. Yeah, and then there's yeah, the, the, the... I have shown you the dragon, but you have not seen him. You will not find the dragon in any dojo. Experience will be your teacher. You must find him for yourself. In your own way. And when you do... I know. Then I will have learned the dragon. Then you will be a man. <laughs> yes, right, you will be a man. Find the dragon. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. I know. Then, then I'll find the dragon. No. Then you will grow pubic hair. <laughs> so, so basically, Jeff learns self-discipline from Kempo and starts going through the ranks. And you know, I did like the little scene where he's like, the belts keep changing. He's like, who is moving up the ranks? Oh yes, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool. So he starts start to get better, and like, and then there's a scene in the football field, right, where he should have, you know, honed in, you know, the the vengeance within, the power. But he little, help he's, he's got a little brother named Adam, and like uh, these football jocks are making fun of Jeff because he's doing his like uh, pole vaulting. Yeah, hey, get off our field. Get so out of here. Jeff, of course, doesn't want to have a, get in a fight with him. And then his brother mouths off and gets smacked really violently by that football player. Just smacks yeah. him in the face. I'm like, kid, little kid's got like a bloody nose. You should have called him a little bitch. And with that, like, I thought that Jeff comes and gives him this awesome, like, roundhouse kick and oh, stuff yeah. and slow-mo. Oh, the shit out of him through his football player. Yeah, breaks the helmet with a kick and stuff. and. That was, that was cool. And then from there, his dad didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah, so right. his dad, like, you know, who had entrusted him to take these classes and learn self-discipline like kicks him out of the house I'm like so he kicks a teenager out of the house like get out of the house and he doesn't want him to have any contact with Adam his own brother yeah I was kind of like isn't he going a little far and basically what he's saying Jeff's life sucks because he's a construction worker now it's like because his his dad kicked him out of the house his father's father he could have followed in the footsteps and become a detective yeah yeah a police sergeant. Could have even worked with Detective Toe Jam, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you recognize who that father was in the movie? God, he looked familiar. Goodfellas. Okay, Good there fellas. you go. He was the one that beat the shit out of his kid at the beginning. He's like, You've been going to school? Huh? Yeah. So you missed fucking 10 days, you fucking motherfucker. Remember <laughs> that? Beat the shit out of the I belt. do. I do. Oh, what a great, great father. Well, there you go. He's, he's a shitty father in everything. He movie. is, yeah, because in this one, he's like, uh, You don't fucking leave my house. You don't come back. Yeah. Adam, Adam's going to grow up and be a fucking pussy. I don't want you talking to him. Adam did grow up to be a bitch, didn't he? He kind of did. Well, fucking so hair. at this point, Jeff gets a call from Kim, his, the, the guy, the, the friend of his yes, dad. Yes, Kim. What a great name, Kim. That kind of introduced him to Kempo, and basically yep. he's having some trouble. But There's, back it up a little bit. When the, the, the funny thing with Kempo is it's, I love when all the kids are lined up and yeah. they punch each other's stomachs. Love that. Great. The kids need these days. Of course, days. he doesn't see it coming, and the chick just floors them. Uh, these kids need these days a little beat down. Yeah, they do. Little, little bitches. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. All right. No, well, that's, that's fast fine. forward now. 
So that's basically the crux of the movie. Is he gets a call from his friend Kim, yeah. who's uh, got a shop in Chinatown. And oh, he sure does. What the fuck's he selling in that shop? A bunch of shit. Antiquities. It was awful antiques. <laughs> Fucking everything looked dusty and old. Yeah, so they're coming to, yeah, basically these guys are coming to get protection money. It's the old protection racket. Kim doesn't want anything to do with nope. that. So, And Jeff hears on the phone them kind of being rough with him. They're yeah. smashing some stuff. Kim? Kim? Is everything all right? Kim? Kim? I did notice also when, mm, when mm, and mm. so Jeff shows up there and starts a brawl with these guys. Of course. Which is the first big fight mm-hmm. of the scene or movie, which break is pretty, pretty everything good. of Kim's. They break all the stuff on the yeah. 20% off rack. I noticed that. It's yeah. a 20% That's off. It's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Go for the expensive shit. Come on. No, no. I don't think it was expensive stuff there. No, probably not. Probably smelled of deer penis, too. Uh, that's the Glimmer Man right there. Nice <laughs> Steven Seagal reference there. Yeah. So anyways, it basically... Uh, Is that right? Unfortunately, this, you know, getting involved in this causes Kim to get killed, basically. Yeah. Because they realize he's not going to play ball, and that night he has to go for a walk. You know, which well, I, sense, I don't like, get that. He's like, I'm going to clean up and then go for a yeah, walk. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, he's like, I'm going to take a shower and then take a walk. Like, what? Why would you shower would you before walk the walk? first, then shower. You know, I mean, come on. Kim, not feeling so fresh. I think my balls basic... smell like a used mustard pack. <laughs> used mustard pack. It's like, Kim, I'm going to take a shower and then take a walk because I'm looking to get laid. So I'm going to take the shower first. Maybe he was looking for the t- uh, the student he trained with, well, who, who grew up to be a major fucking hottie. Mariska Har- Hargitay. She's uh, from Law and Order. Fantastic. She's like a, the most famous person in this movie. She has no lines. She's in like two scenes. But boy, she can close the door. She can. She can. <laughs> For a second there, I'm like, God, are we going to see your tits? <laughs> you know, what, you know, what, you know what Jeff is looking at? <laughs> is, uh, Jeff, is Jeff still with us? Yeah. He is. Okay, good yeah. for him. All right. He's, uh, he had some, I think he had like lung cancer or something. Okay, cancer, sorry, but Jeff. He's, he's still still uh, doing Kempo. All right, good for you, Jeff. Yeah, he's still out there. Way to go, Jeff. Well done. So anyways, the Golden Fist are the group that's muscling in on Yes. Them. Look also, this back to our you know previous discussions. You got the Golden Fist. You got the White Boys from I Come in Peace. You got the Jamaican Voodoo Posse. Right. Got right. all these great you know groups here. The White Boys. Yeah. And there's a total of four, right? All together, right? Of what? Of like the different ringleaders in this town. I thought there were just the. I thought, I thought were they like, mentioned like there was. I like thought four. they were like the two. That's it. Was it two? I, I got, it was kind of confusing. But I love when Jeff comes in and breaks up the fight, though. I, I love the so. guy goes, ah. yeah. I guess so. And that's where the big clue there, he sees the tattoo on the guy. Ah, that's right. So Kim is killed by the, the big dude in the poster, which is Professor Turi Tanaka. He's the, the kind of assassin, the bad guy. And very strong. Very strong. He, uh, for some reason, puts like a little uh, a flower, yeah, in his flower little, when he kills people. Yeah. And it never was explained. No, not really. It was just kind of his little calling card. But I think so. It's like, oh, that big Chinese bastard did this. He put the flower in there and then killed them, then left the flower on the body. And went. For no reason. <laughs> yes. Gave a chuckle. But what's funny is, Kim goes out like a bitch in his bed. If there's any time to bring out the dragon, that would have been it. Right? Well, I don't think that Kim knew Kempo. He was lying all these t- all these years. Well, no, he just introduced. Him he just introduced. He, yeah, okay, so he didn't actually he know because his. Yeah. Okay. Hell no! If he knew Kempo, that guy's head would explode. Okay, all right. See, if, uh, for this movie's a walking advertiser for Kempo. If you know Kempo, you can't be stopped. <laughs> uh, and we've got not. stuff to talk about that because like he, he was killed with what a, a dragon, <laughs> fucking 
A glass dragon was smashed over his head? I don't know, but they, he looked like he was pretty brutally killed. <laughs> it was pretty bad. He was all bloody and everything. Uh, yeah. Kim! Yeah, so <laughs> Jeff comes back just in time to... Of know, course. To find his, see the dead body. And this, of course, Jeff's on a rampage to find out who did it. Right. This movie, basically, at this point, it, it gets better now I, once they get done with the Kempo yeah. BS. It's basically like a video game. Kind of. Because, like, level one, he's going to interrogate some guys. Yep. Level two, let's interrogate some other guys. It's just it's basically, it's a, it's a street right. fighting game. It's like a double dragon. It, it is double dragon. He's going to go from location to location and just kick some ass. Dude, that's awesome. So, basically, all he's got to go on is that tattoo. That's it. And then he goes to that gym and he goes, ends up at the gym to yeah, that, what the fuck ask some questions. Trying to find anybody that's got information on the tattoo. You guys take off all your shirts and let's fight. Um, if I kick all your asses, you you're give gonna me give information. information. Yeah. And one of the guys has that great line. Come on, white boy. See what you got. Come on, white boy. See what you got. He's an Asian guy with a southern accent. And then you just get into speak men. Yep. And he does He does some good whipping. Full contact. No protection. No problem. No problem. You know, hey, that was on the you poster. Can kinda, you can kind of see what the problem is with Jeff Speakman. Great fighter, just kind of like the charisma of like a board. Yeah. I mean, he's... Because I, th- I think they're just trying to sell him as like the everyday man with powerful hands. Right? But see, yeah. he, doesn't need a, he doesn't need a gun. He doesn't need a knife. You can tell watching this movie that they basically thought Seagal came out two or three years sure, ago. This yes. is going to be the next Seagal. Exactly. Didn't and you know what? It didn't work, but I think that he could have been better, more successful than this. They could, if they got the right movie. It's all about the right yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. And some of the trivia later will probably explain that. Okay. Some of the stuff that he could have been in. But they, they lied on the poster. No knife. He does carry knives. He does. So you're lying. Right on, right yeah, on the right, first right. line is a lie. And he has nunchucks. Yeah. I know he's, he's not bringing no guns with him. Speaking of which, the party uses those nunchucks early in the movie. I never understood that. He puts them, he puts them in his back yeah, and then but, just throws them on the ground. Well, right. Why? I don't know. But he puts he puts it on his back on that whatever the holster yeah. shit that he's carrying. Um, but he puts his coat on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, where do the nunchucks go? What's going on here, buddy? And and I, he doesn't really have easy access to get them out. Yeah. It, they're gonna get caught on your collar, pal. I yeah, I was very confused. So anyways, yeah, whatever. Uh, he you know beats up a lot of guys, starts getting more information, and his brother comes back into the movie, Adam, who's grown up and is now a cop. Right, but he was chasing after the little kid. Yeah. Everybody's looking for the kid, who knows something. Yeah, because there was a little kid that was hanging out with the uh, Kim. Kim. Yeah. I let him stay with me sometimes, <laughs> to keep him off the street, Jeff. Ha ha ha. I have sexual relations with that boy. <laughs> right? Creepy. It was creepy. I hated the way Mako yes. delivered that line. Kind of creepy. It reminds me of you, Jeff. <laughs> Remember, I used to come in your room at night, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. Have you brought your belts? <laughs> oh, sorry, Mako. I taught you a special kind of discipline. <laughs> Cream of <son>, young guy. <laughs> We're all going to hell. We're going to hell. And you're coming with us. Yes. So, yeah, basically, there's two warring kind of like drug lords. Well, is, 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 it, is the one guy not a drug lord? Is, they don't really say what he is. He's kind of gangster. That's like, where I kind of I was a little confused. That's where the movie lost me. Um, like, because 
you know, James Hong comes into the movie yep. as a bad guy. And at the beginning, you kind of think he's not a bad guy. He's like a drug dealer, but he was a friend of Kim's. Right. And he gets Jeff to go after this other rival guy right. who he says had Kim killed. But obviously that was a lie. Yes, because when Jeff infiltrates this guy and is about to kill him, it, you know, the, the boy is there that was Kim's friend. Well, yeah, his whole family was there. Yeah. You know? And he turns out that... that cheesy elevator. Yeah. That fucking elevator. Yeah. It was so annoying. Yes, it was. It didn't belong in that building. No, no, no. Obviously, that was Chinatown's like a really strange town. Yeah, because it's got this huge like hotel and. But that totally reminded me of video game. Now that you, yeah, bring that up about the level because perfect weapon is like level three. Perfect weapon is like the perfect video game, like in the nineties. Totally. Oh and yeah, they didn't make one. I couldn't believe it. Maybe this is the closest to Shinobi that they could. That's do. a that's another top five issue. Top five movies that should have had a video game that didn't. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea right there. Perfect weapon will be on the list. Nice. So, basically, Jeff realizes he's been duped, and it's actually James Hong's character who had Kim killed. Yes. And his bodyguard assassin, Tora Tanaka, the big guy. Is, Tanaka. You know, yeah. Which is funny because like, they, they talk like, this guy, Tanaka, he's always with him. He's never with like, At yeah. the end of the movie, he's not with him. No, not at all. He comes in the speedboat. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Where was he coming from? A you fucking wedding? Like, seriously, Tanaka, what are we doing? Uh. So, in the meantime, we get a lot of lot of awesome fighting scenes. Basically, every every scene is like another... It's like a, the equivalent of a porno. It's like every <laughs> every little brief talking scene is to get to another money shot. Right. Of Jeff Speakman kicking some ass. And he does a lot of that, which is great. And then people try to rob him. Nobody home, asshole. Except us. Give me your money, sucker! <laughs> you heard the man. I'm gonna cut you, motherfucker! <laughs> Is this what you want? Huh? You want this? You want my money? You want my money? You want to take it! And yes, he just took out like four guys in that period of time. In a matter of two seconds. And those scenes are all done really well. Yeah. I mean, that, if, that scene especially reminded me of Double Dragon, right? Yeah, there. I mean, for a 90s you know, action movie, the fight sequences are really good in this movie. This movie shouldn't have been rated R. They just, it was rated R. I know, but it shouldn't have been. Oh, shouldn't this have should been. have been a PG-13. They've tried to do so many forced F-bombs in this movie. I mean, honestly, the, the, the violence yeah. wasn't there. You know, you're right. It's the swearing and shit. You know, I was thinking about it. It's like, I don't really know why. Besides, I, I, just, I just looked at the poster. I'm like, R-rated? Really? That was it's not even R? the violence. No, not at all. Wow, it's yeah. the it's the f bombs. And these days, if they made this, it definitely would have been PG thirteen. I don't think they would have had to change anything. No, so. but it's all. funny because you can only say fuck like once in a PG thirteen right. movie, right. or it's an automatic R. Exactly. Well, actually, it's an automatic R if the f fuck refers to actually fucking, okay, and not fuck you. Oh no shit. Yes, because then you can say true. it twice. Yeah, it's like fuck you okay. is fine, but if you say I fucked her, it's an automatic <laughs> R. I fucked her. Yes. No, that's true. They, they, there's like strict rules. <laughs> Quite funny. That's great. Because like if I'm watching a PG-13 movie in like 20 minutes and somebody says fuck, I'm like, well, they got rid of their fuck. They're Dude, done. There it is. Not going to be in this movie again. <laughs> Never again. Yeah. So yeah, it's just basically a lot of Jeff going around town trying to beat people up to get more information. And yeah, and he has to go through what the warehouse right at the end. Yeah. Well, and the he kid wants to come with them. Teams but he's up with him. his brother because they're trying to trying to use that use the kid to say that he saw. Tanaka killed yes. kill Kim so he could get alone in their limousine with uh, James Hong's character yep. as the bad guy. And that fails, but there's an awesome scene where they try to use the taser on Tora Tanaka 
Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Great job. Well, no, nah, you didn't. If you want to see pure comedy, see the scene where Turtanaka's driving the car and his facial expressions while he's turning. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he looks like a 1950s like That's Charlie right. Chan villain That's or right. something. But he's so strong, though, when the car wipes out. He's got an ambulance, like, on top of him, and he, like, just opens up the door to yeah. push it off or whatever. The other thing I thought was funny is, like, he escaped. He's, like, caught by the cops. Yep. And they take him to prison, and he escapes. Of course. And instead of killing... Why doesn't he kill Adam? I never understood that. He, like, shoots the handcuffs and leaves him there. I didn't get that. Well, because obviously he can't kill the no, brother. I, but I guess, but... This guy kills everybody. Honestly, I thought, I thought he shot him in the face. I did, too. I, I didn't know if it's he actually... It's filmed poorly. He I shot back, I'm like, oh, it's the handcuffs. Okay. Yeah, because I thought he killed Adam, and it's like, oh, no, Adam's And then he's in the next scene. I'm like, well, fuck, did he blow his ear off? I'm no, like, how did that no, happen? that was poorly filmed, yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and he walks away laughing. This guy, like, kills everybody. He's going to kill, like, Speakman in the club when he, he's unconscious. He should have killed... He should have killed Adam. Well, yeah, should have led to more... Uh, you know, then they would have got the vengeance. Animating. I don't know. You killed my brother and Kim. So yeah, basically James Hong's character is going to be out getting out of town. So they have to. He has to make a raid on him before yep. he can get out of town. And it's basically he's going to kill him. And that's the thing. Yeah. That's the one thing I did kind of like about the movie is the whole. Th- you can tell it's a whole message of Kempo that they don't want to kill people. Right. He doesn't kill people. No. He. So that's the whole goal. It's like he's going to have to kill this guy to avenge Kim. And at the end of the movie, he doesn't kill him. But kill him without killing him. But kill him. <laughs> well, it's the thing. Is it's like, he won't kill anybody, but he kind of kills Tanaka, the big guy. I, kind of? Well, he but threw he the thing was, to make him explode. He just made a spark. That's it. He knew it was going to happen. it was the explosion that killed he Tanaka. He technically killed him, though. <laughs> and the other thing, for him being we like... We didn't start the fire. For him not wanting to you know, kill people and stuff... When he's going in there beating up those dock workers, oh, yeah. he's like stabbing the shit out of that yeah. one guy. Yeah. There's that one black dock worker. He stabs him t- once, and then he comes back and stabs him again. It's <laughs> he's like, like, oh! This guy's just trying to make a living here. <laughs> I mean, he's just a dock yeah, worker. Yeah, he came after him with those uh, fucking picks, man. Well, sure, they don't know what he's yeah, doing there. Like, it's hey. like, they're just dock workers. Get back to work. I'm Jeff. I don't know, man. I think he was a little rough on those guys. I just wish Mako Ghost would have showed up later. You know, Kim's Ghost. Wouldn't that been great? It would have been. You can't kill anyone, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, don't stop. Why Did you see his ghost coming out of the water? Jeff, no. <laughs> and then, and then the boat goes through him. <laughs> <laughs> and Tor, Tor Tanaka would go. Ha, ha, yeah. Ha. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I, I thought it would have been a better ending if, you know, Tanaka is standing there, you have that gas leak, yeah. and he, like, rips a fart, and that's what it causes the explosion. <laughs> that was some that. awesome fake uh, fake fire on there. Everybody's on fire. Oh, right? God. It's such a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when they do the oh. real stuff, but sometimes it looks so fake. Right. And then, and then his father gives him respect, right? Yes. Because, you know, even when Adam gets all fucked up, he really doesn't give two shits about him. Right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, because it's basically... It's, he. The message is pretty good because you know he he followed through. He didn't kill him, and he got right. him arrested. He did that. And, right. You know, still you're a shitty dad. Yeah. Thanks, dad. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of us now. You made me proud. Dad, you're an asshole. You're a motherfucker. Yeah, I love the name, the uh, stereotypical Chinese names of the certain people. Oh God. Young Kim. Yeah, Kim Young. What else do we have? Master Lo. Hong Lo. How <laughs> Lo. Oh, that's great, dude. I love that. 
God. Detective Wong. Carrie Taga- Kerry- Tagawa's in this movie. I'm just glad Jimmy Ho was in it. Jimmy Ho. Jimmy Ho. Played by Dante Basco. From Hook. God. As Jimmy you mentioned Ho. earlier, I didn't even know that. T- yeah, Kerry Tagawa's in this. I like him. He's always good. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah, no. Pretty soon he was going to be the bad guy in Showdown in Little Tokyo. That's right. Another 90s classic. That's right. Showdown in We have Tokyo. to do Showdown in Little we Tokyo. We have to. My word. Yeah, that was Brandon Lee, man. And uh, Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. What was the line in that one? I know there's uh, several, but... There's one good line in there. Okay, I'm gonna get that one for you because I can't. We I might, can't do it justice. Don't say anything. You must play it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, this movie was released in 1991, March 15th, 1991. Um, now 91, that was summer of T2, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because 90s was uh, the Total Recall, Die Hard 2. What was the other ones out that summer? Flat, yeah, Flatliners, yeah, '91. The year after all the best of the blockbusters. Okay, here here is Brandon Lee, the the greatest line of his career from Showdown Little Tokyo. This is great. Well, they'll get there sometime. Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you. You have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. Thanks. Well, they left the best part out there. It's like, uh, I don't know what to say. How about don't get killed? Don't get killed. You have the biggest... Man, we're going to get into a movie for our next show. I'm not going to ruin it yet until we do the trailer, but man, that movie has a fucking line to this day. I'm like... Why would you ever say that? Oh, we'll get, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. there's, there's no doubt about Good that. Good Christ. But, man, dude, I forgot how bad that was. <sighs> it's even just the line reading of that, so, you know. Just before we get killed, I just want to tell you something. You're the biggest dick I've ever seen, man. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That line should have been in Trespass, right? Yeah. Could you imagine Ice Cube? I can somebody saying it. that, like, uh, uh, Billy Paxson saying some shit like that? I can imagine that. He'd be like, what the fuck, motherfucker? What'd you say? I love uh, Trespass. We, we need to do that one as well. I know. What a great poster. You still have the poster for that one? Probably right? somewhere. Yeah. That's the fucking the gold and shit. It's all about the gold. <laughs> oh, what a great movie. Classic. Some bum gets it at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with this, uh, the rain time clocks in on this film. 87 minutes. It's nice. It's it's a fast movie. Like it I said, is. Yep. you got 10 minutes of that Kempo crap that just you need to... It was a fun movie to watch late yeah. Saturday night having a couple beers. I was yeah. like, all right. It's, it's a fun. It's, it's a fun action movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, it didn't do that well in the at the box office. It's okay, it's all right. Fourteen million. Did better than I come in peace, and that's, that's a better movie. That's true. That is true. Um, it did open number six, opening weekend with three. Well, damn near almost four million. Not too shabby. Three point nine million. Yeah. No, that's that's decent. What I mean, other movies out here? Um, number one, obviously, was Signs of Lambs. Number two is New Jack City, um, Sleeping with the Enemy, Class Action with Gene Hackman, uh, The Hard Way. Yes! Have you seen that in the theater? We'll have to yes. do that movie, too. That was one of the very first movies we saw, too. Yeah. The Hard Way. That, that had um, LL Cool J's, Mama's Gonna Knock You Out, yes. right? 
I'm gonna knock you out. Um, what was that James, the James Wood scene they played over and over again? Him, me, oh, yeah. him, me. Steven. Me to you. Yeah, me to you. Me That's right. Yeah. To you. That's right. You to me. Stephen Lang was the bad guy. You're right. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, we have Don't to revisit breathe that. And, yeah. We have yeah. to revisit that movie again. Avatar. Yeah. yeah. They have the big fight in the teacup or something, or the coffee cup at the end of the movie on the billboard. Been a long time since I saw that one. There's the easy way, and then there's the hard way. <laughs> These Classic. two are gonna do it the hard way. Sounds like a Lawrence Fishburne, his daughter's porn. I'm sorry. Okay. So, Behind the Perfect Weapon, The Doors, Dances with Wolves, Home Alone. Man, Kindergarten Cop was still in the theater at this time. Robot Carnival? I don't know what that is. My robot jocks. What? what Shadow of China. Never <laughs> heard of it. No way. Jesus. Well, King Ralph? Who's that? John Goodman. John Goodman. There's some interesting background stuff on this movie. It, um, actually, I mean, there was supposed to be a sequel. There was it supposed well, to be a sequel to there it. There was, but there was like a regime change at Paramount. So okay. a lot of times when, you know, guys have movies they want to sure. make and then yep. they switch and it just goes to the back burner, so it didn't happen. They had a bunch of other projects for Jeff Speakman lined up that didn't happen. One of them uh, was re- was actually produced a couple years later. It became Speed. What? Look it up. Say that again. What? The script, there was a script that was for Jeff Speakman. It became Speed. No shit. It's out there. I don't know if that's true. It was on IMDb. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it was re- retooled and rewritten, but... Jeff Speakman is on a bus. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. And it became Keanu's kind of <laughs> big, big movie there. But the one thing they didn't count on was Kempo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is good stuff. Hey, maybe we can um, lure Jeff Speakman to start in a speed limit. Hey, while we're stuck on this bus, let me tell you about Kempo. <laughs> Serious, man. We give him a small part in there. Why not? Uh, I like it. He'll just be, his name will just be Jeff. He excels at playing characters named Jeff. That's right. He sure does. Jeff Speakman is Jeff. So, well, at the end of the movie... They talk about, like, uh, they put the little thing on the screen that says, you know, dedicated Ed Parker, who was yeah. kind of like the guy who founded, like, American Kempo. I've read a lot of stuff about him. Okay. And there's, like, a lot of stuff that says, says he's a complete fraud. Oh, nice. I don't know. I'm just saying what I've read. Some people say he was this great fighter. Some people say he's a complete fraud. They said, like, you know, he was on, like, TV in the 60s, like, and doing, like, demonstrations. And people said they looked like absolute shit. Like, really? they didn't know what he was doing. Shit, man. What so, are, I wonder what Steven Scott would say about that. Well, there's stuff about Ed Parker saying like that, like basically he had a lot to do with you know Bruce Lee and stuff, and like, oh, that was all bullshit. So if you no, look at him, he you know doesn't look like the typical martial artist. I mean, that's I'll nothing to take away up. from Jeff Speaker. Jeff Speaker would look like he could kick your ass. I right. Mean, yeah. Stuff he's doing. I mean, dude was well built in the film. You know, yeah. he was a believable, somewhat everyday kind of dude, but grew yeah. up on some ass. Um, I'm just glad he wore a shirt for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, it's the only part that kind of creeped me out. It's a long fucking title sequence to be in this movie. And then of you got to get the, the power in there as much as I can. I got the power! And of course they play that at the end credits. And then they also play that other shitty song. Um, oh, the dangerous, sexy... Uh, dangerous? That song's the worst. I should have that. Sexy. Man, you should have had that for the closing of the Animal show. on the prowl tonight. <laughs> He's dangerous. The temperature is rising. That's sexy. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. Um, that, that should have been the sequel. Usually I don't Perfect complain about two usually dangerous, usually like, sexy. Usually Ooh, I complain. Better yet, that could have been the tagline. The Perfect Weapon 2. 
dangerous is sexy. This summer, dangerous no. is sexy. Dangerous dot, sexy dot, animal dot. The perfect weapon. <laughs> Two. Kempo. Kempo. <laughs> Back to Kempo school. <laughs> I'm going to make a film called Kempo, dude. It's going to be great. The new film, Sylvester Stallone, Just Speakman in Rambo meets Kempo. <laughs> <laughs> Kempo, the movie. <laughs> Jesus, that's horrible. I love that. Don't want to do any more training. We're, we're turning into regular people. <laughs> Man, I don't want to change. I like who I am. I like my Kenpo. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you forget, you forget about all this nice shit you have around you because it's only the Kenpo way that matters. <laughs> Fuck you, Bellboy. If anybody knows what we're talking you about. You and your fancy-ass robot. <laughs> you did, yeah, now you know. Mm, happy birthday, Kempo. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Kempo. Oh, yo, yo, Jeff, I wanted a sports car for my birthday. Oh, I, my thought, I thought you would like this robot. He talks. <laughs> well, what, what's, it's creepy the way that it talks, that thing. What's his name? Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is uh, awesome. This is good. I this love is it. Good. We got to do a mashup of I like it. Perfect Weapon and Rocky Four. That's good. I like it. I think we can make it work. That was a. That's a. We we have to do Rocky Four at some point. Oh, absolutely. That's a. That's one of my favorite Rocky movies. Obviously, the original is classic. I love Rocky Balboa, but just for fucking pure out popcorn fun, Rocky Four is a shit. It is. It's a great movie. It is. It's like as a kid, I remember times on weekends I'd watch it two or three times. Oh goddamn. That is the one movie I saw 12 times in a row, 12 weekends in a row, Rocky IV in the theater. Never got great. bored, never got nope. bored. Just kept getting better and better and better. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big piece of shit, but a very enjoyable piece of shit. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's so 80s right there. That, that, you want to you view a movie that's all 80s? It's Rocky IV. That and uh, the movie we'll be doing for our next show. Oh, yes. We'll get to that. That's the, oh, king, yes. of the king of the 80s. King so. of the 80s. And what's fitting with this one is... This is going to be recorded the day after Valentine's Day for all you ladies out there. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, do we have a treat for Big you. Big hunk of a man in this one. <laughs> we have an action-packed cock of yeah. a movie. Well, let's, let's finish up business first. Perfect weapon. So, you know, I, I like the perfect weapon. I think I'll, it's I'll give it a groovy. Movie. Yeah, I am too. We're going to go both the same way. Sweet. It's three stars. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's, you know... Shut your shut your brain off. But, but I say that I think I say that almost every show. For I most think every movie movies. we review is one of those. Yeah. Shut your brain off. That's well, what people are doing right now. Like, not, please stop. Not Die Hard. Come on, Die Hard was, you know, not that. No, but Die Hard kind of fits the show because that movie. Yes, obviously it's a great film. It's probably one of the best action movies ever filmed. But boy, it has a lot of fucking mistakes in it. Yeah. But it's such a good movie that it it, it takes you away from all the mistakes. Yeah. But there's a ton of mistakes in that film. I guess the reason why this. You know, rises above a lot of other movies. Here's our three stars. Yeah, I mean, I guess why this rises above it is because there's nothing really wrong with it. No. Not really super cheesy. You know, it's you know, it's got some dated hairstyles and whatnot. It's a, it's a dialogue can be a little film. rough, but it's it's yeah. a it's a straight up action movie. Yep. You can do way way worse in this movie. One thing I really liked about this movie that you don't usually see. When he challenges the three guys because he wants to get information yes. about the tattoo, it's basically in those kind of movies what usually ha- what usually happens when three guys fight. They fight one at a time. Yes, in this one they didn't. They didn't. All of them started beating the shit out. They of did. Him. The one guy says, "I want to take him alone." Yep. So that's fine. 
And then when Jeff beats that guy, the other two guys start beating the shit out of him. That's right. And I was like, that's awesome. That is cool. How many times have you seen the martial arts against 15 Not guys? The 90s. They stand in a circle. Of and it's like one and at one a time. time. One at a time. And you're immediately like, bullshit. Yep. And this one was awesome. And, uh, yeah. And he was badass enough that you thought he could beat those same two guys. Same with the Ellie, too, when they, he was like, you want my money? Yeah. Come and get it. What? That's, that's why I like this movie, because the fight scenes are authentic. I mean, as authentic as they can get. Well, yes. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I and mean, I like it even more now that you made it into a video game. Yes. It's so true. I would play the shit out of this if it was a video game. Level you, one, the back alley. Because then you could have that music. I got the power. He knocks, he knocks the four guys out and then picks up his wallet. Level clear. Yes. You can have... Uh, Jesus, what would you have those um, in between? Uh, bonus rounds or whatever? Yeah. You beat the fuck out of sofas yes. and shit? Oh, that'd be great. And also, this would be like probably coming around Super Nintendo time. Remember Super Nintendo used to show off that Mode 7 that stuff would fly out of the screen? Yes. And this one, when you knocked out like Tanaka yes. then, his flower would fly out towards yes. the screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't blow him up. You'd have to knock him out like a roundhouse kick. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Yes. I love it. Ding, 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 ding. See, this is where our friend Big Mike Mike, who plays all the games and does such a great job, we wish you could play the Perfect Weapon video game. I wish there should there. be one out there. There should be. Absolutely. Can you design one? <laughs> that would be even better. It's so funny that they go back and do it, because if you've seen that now, they've like double, have you seen this Double Dragon 4 they just released? No. There's it's a like, Double Dragon 4? Yeah. Well, because I mean, they did a Super Nintendo like for what, one. for PS4? Yeah. Really? It's, it's like a downloadable game. It's done with the graphics of, like, the Nintendo. Oh, really? Check it out. It looks no shit. great. Okay. Yeah. And it's in the same mode? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like takes the best of... It has that parallax scrolling, right? Yeah. It okay. takes the Sweet. best of those things out of it, so... Very cool. I just... It, I mean, it's like you could go back and make a game for this with those graphics, and I'd be thrilled with it. would be awesome. It would be. Just totally. to go up against Tanaka at the end. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It'd be great, so... Yeah, this is an enjoyable movie. It's, it's kind of hard to find... Just try him. The Blu-ray I've got is from Olive Films, which is kind of like a third. <laughs> Can we throw in the line from Alter Beast? Never give up. <laughs> Rise from your grave. Power <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck that game. That game fucking was so boring. I, I love the first boss. The guy that whips off all his heads. Yes. It was a great, great first round. But after that, the game just gets really boring. And then if you solve it, have you ever beat that game? Yeah. It's a fucking play or whatever. I'm yes. like, What? Like, but it, wasn't the wasn't the that was the arcade ending, wasn't it? Because I think the Genesis version was different. Yeah, the it? Genesis one was different, but the arcade ending, yeah, it was the. <laughs> one more time, folks. Never give up. I remember when I got a Genesis, I'm like, holy shit, they're talking. It's amazing. <laughs> After we play our trailer, can we go out with some Shinobi old school music? I, if I you can a, find that. I have a Revenge of Shinobi soundtrack. There you on go. Okay. There you go. That'd be great. So let's um, wrap um, it up. And well, The only thing I have to say, oh, though, is the chick that he's training with, she, she should have been in the movie. In, you, in between the, the girl that he trained with the one that, that was grows the, up to be the hottie at the yeah, end or whatever Mariska Harrigan so when the, obviously it makes sense because he kind of was kind of like I said, she's famous she went on she's, to be a, yeah huge she but has no lines no lines but damn man that end sequence I love the end sequence of this movie I love how she comes up grabs the door and all that I just wish there was something more between yeah. the two I just want to see her. that's where the, <laughs> maybe she'll be in the sequel you want right. to see those two silhouettes humping in the background behind that thing <laughs> <laughs> And her first thing was say, oh, Jeff, you do have the perfect weapon. <laughs> oh, 
fucking phenomenal. And he went with a, oh. <laughs> he said, dangerous, sexy. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. And yeah. then it could have just ended, learn Kenpo. <laughs> I'm surprised they just didn't have like vouchers to get a free Kenpo. That'd have been great. That'd have been great. Totally. See, perfect weapon. Get free Kenpo. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. The heater just turned on. It's scary. Well, I, I think we, we have to have to talk about our next film. Yes, we do. It's very special. It is uh, it is one of the best 80s movies. It is the best 80s movie. It is me. what I would say. The quintessential. Is, um, yeah, because it's got everything from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you want to, you know, good and bad. Yes. Okay. And, well, I'll, I'll, I'll mention our special guests after we run yes. through this. Yes. Are we ready for a trailer on this yes, one? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a boss? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. Somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't be rude. Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? He's like Worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Aren't you guys tired? I'll go get all sleep I need and I'm dead. This is my time. Yes. One of the best villains ever. Looking like a button. Yeah. And the Jeff Healy Band. Jeff Healy Band. What a great movie. Um, our special guest is going to be the famous Steve and Kelly Davis. They are the biggest fans of this movie. They literally have two copies of Roadhouse at home. Really? They, they watch one and they have the other one wrapped up as oh a backup God. in case anything happens to the original. <laughs> they, are, they are the biggest fans, dude. I'm excited about and this. And Steve, Steve likes to drop dick jokes, so he's, he's going to fit right in. Well, that, that's, it's going to yeah. be a great show. But Roadhouse is nothing but a big dick joke, pretty much overall. And Kelly does the, the best um, impersonation of the uh, chick in this movie. When she's Kelly doing the, the workout, and then she like covers up her face because it's all bruised out. Yeah, oh, that's just want okay, Patrick yeah. Spacey to see it. Oh, it's phenomenal. I'll have her do that on the show. I'll spoil so. it. My favorite scene in the movie is when uh, the the barmaid comes over to bring Patrick Swayze breakfast, and he gets out of there, and you can see his ass, and she goes, 
that's right. Yes. The look on her face. She has like an orgasm yes. in her pants. Like, yeah, I, I spoiled that one, but that's probably the best well, part. What was the breakfast? Like donuts and cigarettes or yeah. something like that? It's yeah. like Patrick Swayze was in like the best shape of his life. Fucker chain smoked like a motherfucker in this movie. Yeah, and that's unfortunately why he's no longer with oh, us. Oh, Patrick. So sad. So God, sad. But I am, I am so stoked to do this one. Yes, I mean, man. Roadhouse. But the, the trailer, dude, this Roadhouse, Michael came in, does a score, right? He also yeah. did a score for Die Hard. He uses he uses the same music in the end as Die Hard. Yeah, that's 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 not weird though. But that trade the same trailer dude um, who voiced well, who's the famous guy that does all the trailer voices? Is that Don LaFontaine? Yeah, maybe so. That that's I think that's a different one though, isn't it? I don't know. It sounds just like him. Don LaFontaine. Every preview has to go in a world, (laughs) in a world with boobies. Yes, (laughs) but. Um, in the world with boobies. I, what I was getting at, he was, he was using the same lines that he did in the Die Hard teaser trailer on there. He's like, in, in Die Hard, he's like, he's an easy guy to like, but a hard man to kill. That, oh. And that's what they used. And then they made and hard they to just kill. Like switched, no, they switched it up yeah. in this one. He's an easy guy to like. And whatever. What was that party line? It was fucking shitty, dude. I don't know what the hell they were doing there, but... He's the best friend a good time. Yeah, ever. that's like, yeah. What does that even I, I mean? I don't know. Very weird. I the, thought you'd be bigger. Well, then well, you're going to pod, love this. You'll have to ponder. Maybe, maybe people out there can explain it to us. Go on our Facebook page and I don't know. Twitter page and tell us what that means. We don't understand it. So. A roadhouse. It's a movie I really didn't care for when I first saw it. Yeah. Well, but let's not like, talk about it. we got to save it for the next the one. The movie we grows so on you because he's bigger. We're probably going to be a marathon session talking about roadhouse. So. It could be a three-hour show. Could be. I don't know. Just about Rodas. I don't know. Well, look at that. We have a little Revenge of Shinobi music. Yeah. That's a good way to send us out. Until next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Very catchy. There's some more. There's nothing quite like 8-bit music. It's friggin' fantastic. Insert coins. <laughs> yeah, Game they, they, over. Did their, they did their shit with like the Sega Genesis, which did not have an impressive soundtrack. No. This guy was so good. He did like the Streets of Rage music. That okay, yep. Awesome. So like, it's amazing the stuff they got out of it. So. Okay, nobody cares about that. We, we like our classic video games, too. Tempo. Maybe Joel talk about his Golden Axe 3 experiences. Oh, God. <laughs> what a waste. Golden Axe 3 and Streets of Rage 2. Yes. Blind buys, and we got home. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm returning that tomorrow. <laughs> but you can't. You opened it. I'm like, I'm returning it. Yeah, there's something wrong with this. There's something wrong with the cartridge, man. I just want to exchange it for, like, uh, Alter Beast. Joe jerked off of the cartridge and took it back. There's something wrong with this. Something wrong with this. <laughs> This cartridge smells like bleach. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> cartridge smells like toe jam. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Until Perfect Weapon 2. Yes. Peace. <laughs>